0: Good morning, I'm Councilor Glenn and this morning is October 21st, Saturday, October 21st. This morning I'm on Allen Moore Place at another one of our community's great Halloween displays. So if you can see that a little bit behind me, um, lots going on here. The windows are boarded up. There's some kind of experimental activity happening in the garage and uh, skeletons all over the place. Uh, Alan Moore Place is in uh, Potter's Key. It's off of Kimpton, kind of between Kimpton and Samantha East Stop. So if you want to come check it out, please do. And there's lots of other uh, uh, great uh, houses in the neighborhood decorated for Halloween. Around Halloween, there's a, a little um, contest happening right now between all the rec centers across the city, including Cardo Rec, and they're trying to see which rec center can uh, collect the most items. For their local food bank. So uh, if, if you can, uh, pick up a little uh, bit extra in your groceries, some canned goods, some cereal, some non perishable items, and uh, bring them over to the rec center and, and drop them off. Uh, you know, it's a bit of a bragging rights from community to community and uh, a great way to encourage more collections for our local food bank here in Stittsville. Um, On a really serious note, I I spoke last week about what's happening in Israel and the impact on Ottawa's Jewish community, and I did want to take some time here uh, also about what we're seeing in in Gaza and how it's affecting the Palestinian community. Uh, I know there are a lot of people here in Stittsville and in Ottawa who have family and friends who are being affected by this uh, humanitarian crisis. And I wanted to mention a number of relief organizations, groups uh, here in Canada that are doing Uh, fundraising um, in order to support uh, people who've been affected and try to get some relief and aid into that area. Um, There is the Red Cross and Red Crescent, always uh, good organizations whenever there is humanitarian crisis or um, whenever there is uh, a natural disaster. Um, Specific to what's going on right now in Gaza, there's two charities in Canada, IslamicReliefCanada.org and Human Concern Uh, They are both the organizations that are specifically raising funds and directing that to people who need humanitarian aid in Gaza. So please check that out. And uh, our thoughts are with everyone in our community who's been affected by by this conflict and by this war. Um, we had lots, lots, lots going on in the last week, one of the busier weeks in a while, so I'll, I'll try to give you some highlights here. Um, first of all, I want to go back to last Saturday afternoon and the great event on Baywood Drive, Treat Accessibly, and I want to say a big thank you to all of the residents on Baywood who participated and uh, all of the volunteers and organizers with Treat Accessibly. This was an event uh, for kids uh, kids who, who are, find it difficult to do the normal usual Halloween uh, stuff and they had uh, an alternate Halloween event on Saturday afternoon on Baywood Drive. It was just a, a really, really special event. So thanks to everyone who who participated. Uh, on Tuesday evening, on my way home from an OCH board meeting, I dropped by the Goulburn Museum where they were celebrating the opening of their new history center, their local history center uh, for the public, for researchers, anyone who's interested. The the show the showpiece of that, let's say, is an archive of Stittsville newspapers going back to 1959. It was uh, collected and organized by the late John Curry, and it's now available for uh, for anyone to come and, and use for research purposes. Um, John's sister and brother, Jane and Jim, were there as part of the opening, And uh, really, really great to see a permanent home for John's collection. It's just an invaluable historical resource for our community, so that's great. Uh, this week um, we had some forestry activities in our community, not too far from here, over at Joe Lewis Park in Potters Key. There were a number of trees planted, and over at Ladybird Park, just a little bit to the west, in the Timbermere neighborhood, uh, some reforestation. These areas were hit hard by the derecho, and also, uh, well, Ladybird Park in particular has had a lot of issues with Emerald Ash Borer and invasive species over the past few years. So, a total of 375 trees planted between the two parks, and we've have got some photos on my Facebook page and Instagram page as well. And this morning, after I'm done this video, I'm going to head over and say hi to the Eco West Enders. They are uh, doing a tree planting over in Sweetenham. And I understand uh, we did a call for volunteers and uh, they, they had so much help, more help than they needed. So, so thank you to everybody who um, expressed an interest in helping out with the tree planting. And you know, if there's other groups who'd like to look into organizing a community tree planting activity, this is a great way to, to foster some community spirit and to uh, get more trees planted in our community. So please reach out to my office and uh, uh, let's work on that, because I'd, I'd love to see uh, more community tree planting activities. On volunteers, I want to remind folks about Volunteer Connect. We set this up a couple years ago, and it is a basically an email list where you can get alerts about volunteer opportunities. We send emails out maybe once a week maximum, probably once every two weeks. And uh, there's about five or six hundred people who have signed up for that list, Um, some high school students, some adults, all sorts of people. And so if you're, you're looking for ways to help out in the community, please sign up for that. And if you're a community organization looking for volunteers, just email us the info and we'd be happy to share that with uh, Volunteer Connect. We've had some really great stories of connecting organizations and and people with volunteers in the community. Really positive stuff. Uh, I know one volunteer opportunity, I don't think we've posted it yet, but we will be soon, is um, the Stittsville Village Association is organizing the annual Parade of Lights on Stittsville Main Street. And um, it's at the beginning of December, I think December 2nd, if that's a Saturday night. And they're looking for volunteers to help man the barricades Uh, Along the parade route, It's a a really easy volunteer activity. You get front row seats to the parade or not seats You'll be standing but uh, if you'd like to help out contact the Stittsville Village Association or my office and we can uh, Connect you with them Uh, Also this week had a a chance. I wanted to mention this (coughs) Excuse me I had a chance to do a ride-along on Paratranspo with a uh, a resident named Sally Thomas. She lives downtown, and she's a really active uh, advocate for Paratranspo and transit issues. So we did a a short trip on Paratranspo to the grocery store and back and had a really excellent discussion about uh, some of the uh, improvements that she'd like to see for Paratranspo and what, what works and what doesn't right now. So thank you again, Sally, for inviting me along to that. Uh, had a meeting on Monday evening with some residents in, in Wildwood about uh, some some police concerns. And one reminder out of that I wanted to say is uh, neighborhood watch. If you're a resident and you have concerns about neighborhood safety, this is a great program that is run by the Ottawa Police, Neighborhood Watch. Uh, It's active in communities all over North America, but it's a great way to connect residents and provide a a really good uh, two-way communication channel between neighborhoods and police. Um, We don't have a lot of them here in Stittsville. We have a few and and some of them more active than others. But uh, if you'd like more information, go to the ottawapolice.ca website or chat with me. We'd be happy to connect you with our community police officer and other resources at Ottawa Police who can help help me with your community and help you get that going. (coughs) Pardon me. Um, Upcoming, upcoming, upcoming. Let's see. Cloverloft Court. If you live on Cloverloft. There's going to be uh, some temporary road closures, November 1st to 7th, so that Hydro Ottawa can bring in a big crane and replace some hydro poles in the backyards there. Um, Shea Road, October 30th, is the target date to have all of that paved and all of that construction finally finished. I think they've run into some issues with the weather, but uh, the end is in sight for that. Huntmar and Maple Grove intersection if you live in Fairwinds or if you travel through that area you'll know that that is under construction I spoke with the project manager yesterday work is going really really well as long as the weather cooperates they're planning to do the the paving (coughs) the paving the first week of November and then uh, the line painting after that and then the traffic light installation so they're really hoping to have all that done before uh, the snow comes and uh and then the, there's still maybe a little bit of work to do in the spring but uh, in terms of the the paving the new lanes the new traffic signals um with some advanced turning signals and everything that is on track to be done this year which is really really good um, posted something on my website about Bray and Stitzville Main Street. So if you live in the Cypress Garden area, uh, it's not good news. We had a, a traffic study done to add a signal at Bray and Stitzville Main, and unfortunately the uh, it did not meet the criteria to have one installed. Now, <clears throat> um, it's, a, it's a setback. It doesn't mean there will never be a light there, but the most uh, the, the simplest, easiest, quickest route to get it would have been if the intersection had met the warrant criteria so it did not so we need to kind of go back to the drawing board and look for other other strategies other ways to fund that it's about a million to two million dollars to install a traffic light at that location i do think it's needed but uh, the easy route is not available to us so we're going to keep working on that Uh, this uh this week october 26th there is a webinar Um, it's the latest in the city's wildlife speaker series and it is about bats and uh, about the role bats play in our in our ecology. Uh, so if you're interested in that, well timed for Halloween. There's information on my website and at ottawa.ca. Uh, other upcoming events and activities this weekend. Let's see, Octobu Fest. That's kind of hard to say. Is at Johnny LaRue Arena from. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. today. It is a local craft and vendor show, so uh, check that out if you're interested. Um, There's uh, suppers or dinners at uh, St. Thomas Church tonight and Stitzville United Church tonight. Um, You can find all sorts of event listings on my website, glengower.ca slash events. Uh, A couple reminders. Let's see. Queensway closure yes the Queensway is closed downtown at Percy in both directions so if you're heading anywhere into the downtown or into the east end this weekend plan ahead find an alternate route use OC Transpo Uh, it is not easy to get around there. It is peak leaf and yard waste season so a reminder that because of that yard waste in in, you know if you put those in the separate bags may not be picked up until as late as 8 p.m. usually for garbage and recycling and compost the target is to have everything picked up by 6 p.m. But because there's such a huge volume of leaves, uh, 8 p.m. is a, is a window that uh, staff have to uh, pick that up. And uh, finally, thank you to everyone who's participating <coughs> in um, in cleaning the Capitol. Uh, number of community groups taking place this fall and it's great to have all the volunteers and help to keep our community clean. So, thanks for watching this video on a weekly basis or listening to the podcast. And I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you here next week. Take care.